Gennaro Rewind, hosted by Matt Namofsky. Hello, NRL fans, and welcome back to the NRL Rewind podcast. I'm your host, Matt Namofsky. Welcome to our second last Supercoach check-in. I think this is now the fourth one we've done, Nom. How are you, mate? Um, I'm still sitting pretty good. I'm uh, not not first anymore. So I'm second now, but um, I'm fairly confident uh, I'll be there right at the grand final. Hey, it's been an interesting season. You and me have been, you know, kind of battling in that. You've been in that top two. I've been battling in that top four for the season. You know, it's good that we're getting into the end, but we can't start anywhere here. But you've you pulled the trade of the season. You know that I'm a serial trader and I like to do the superstar blockbuster trades, but you've done it. T- talk us through what the trade is first, and then we'll get into a little bit of discussion about it. All right, let me set the scene. So you're talking to the RTS and Cleary owner. Mm. You know, during the week, I'm just, you know, working at home. And then my phone starts blowing off. I check my phone. I see that RTS isn't playing for the for, for the whole season. He, he's gone. He's gone back to New Zealand. You know, the that limo driver in Sydney has, has done it to our fantasy teams. And, you know, I'm, I'm spewing right now. So now I'm scrambling. I need to get a fullback. What do I do? You know, I've got Cleary on the pine. I've got... I, I need to get some value for him. So I go through all the teams and I spot Adam Dewey and I spot Payne Haas. Mm. Good so, players, good players. So, so that's the trade I'm, I'm making. I've traded Cleary and I threw in, um, you know, um, uh, I threw in... Oh, Christian Welsh. Had, had a mind blank. Yeah, Christian Welsh. And I've... Um, Traded it for Adam Dewey and um, Payne Haas. Two yeah. for two. It's a it's a big trade. You know, I think last year we had um, the Tedesco trade, which was a very infamous trade in in our in our draft. This year we had a Tommy Turbo trade really had early on in the trade. season. Um, that was obviously I think same Tommy two, was only two games two back. Culprits. Um, and now you've come in off the top rope here. And it's interesting. Normally these trades, that, like these last couple of trades we've done, in the big blockbuster trades in our draft comp at least, have been someone near the bottom of the ladder trying to move their way up. So trying to get off their, their big asset to try and get multiple pieces to fill out a team. This is a trade between one and two in our league, first and second. Did you think, you know, when you made this trade, were you worried that Stephen in the grand final and versing King Cleary could come back to haunt you? Or do you think that the Panthers... Not give him that week off. What's your what's your thought process there? Look, a hundred percent. Um, you know, I'm worried that um, you know, I'm gonna face Cleary and he can put two hundred on, on on our best day. We've you've seen that this season. You've been on the other end of that ticking. I have. That's um, not good. But on the same, <laughs> but on the same kind of thought, I'm not sure if I could trust the captaincy on Cleary. You know. He's got a shoulder that was potentially season-ending. What if I put the put a captain C on him and he gets taken off at halftime? Um, mm. uh, just uh, I'm all about you know I'm all about the base. I'm all about you know getting reliable, trustworthy players. And I don't know if Cleary is trustworthy to me anymore. I love the trade for you. I think it's a smart move. Obviously, Cleary, you know, he's going to work his way back. I think, you know, in classic, I'm definitely thinking of picking up for those last two rounds, potentially, how he, how he goes. But my only hang-up on it, and why I couldn't pull the trigger myself, because I was looking at Dewey a lot this season, 
it's in that Tigers team. And yes, Adam Dewey's a good baller oh, on arm. We, we saw what he did last night, but that Tigers team, we saw what they did last night. Like, you know, Madge could go and the new coach can come in and put Adam Dewey in the back end of the centres. It could happen. Yeah, no, I, I, I'm completely aware that, you know, I've got my season hanging on the Tigers at the moment. You know, they have great run home. They're, you know, them along with the Knights and Warriors have an amazing run home, especially for that, you know, semi-final, grand final. But, you know, I'm, I'm breaking one of my cardinal, cardinal rules here, you know, putting my hopes in, you know, like a Canterbury or a Tigers. It's, yeah, it, it's risky. It is. But I think, like you said, it's, it's something that you needed to do. I think you could have held firm and, you know, played played the season. But, you know, you lost RTS, who was a, a maybe a third, I think it was a third round pick for you this year. Um, so that's pretty, you know, big uh, value in your draft. And you're able to come in there, paint Haas, you know, is a proven gun, you know, a very safe captain option. Then you got Dewey as your high ceiling. So I think it's a good trade yeah. for both of you. Uh, and again, it's very exciting that we normally get one of these a season. We've got two this year. It's very good. Yeah, I think um, whoever's the winner of this trade will um, likely, you know, pick up lifting the trophy in our yeah. competition at the end of the season. We'll see. Very well, mate. So look... What we want to do here, let's do a couple of things before we get off the off the call today. I want to go through the ladder because I think in our league, at least, it's time to give some some commiserations, time to, you know, check in on some people because some people are very close and um, we go from here. So, look, the live ladder is obviously up right now and there's a couple of things that's going to move. So what we can do first is uh, it looks like Jason, Anthony and David. So Jason is 100% out. So... Any, any final words for, for Jason there on uh, 10 points? <laughs> oh, look, mate. Um, yeah, well, c- commiserations to your team. Uh, to be fair, I think he's had a very rough draw. I think he's had the most points put on him than any other team. But, yeah, it's it's been two back-to-back seasons of, uh, yeah, no, no luck for him, mate. Yeah, look, you know, he, he was one of the – he was the, the founding commissioner of the league. Um, had a good, strong first season, but he, he's wilted the last couple. So he's got a, you know, if there was relegation, he'd be in trouble. But I think, well, you know, he's a good guy, so we'll keep him in there. But uh, David, I'm versing him this this week. Uh, I'm ahead on projections right now. So if if we do, if I do beat him, that is the the cross through, David. Any, any last words for our good friend, David? Oh, look, mate. Um, you know, he, he's, he's been my good mate since high school. Um, he's... Look, he, he's been a past winner, so not too much sympathy from me. You know, if you want, if you want it, fuck off. Let one of us <laughs> um, pick it up. Well, look, he, he was he is our very first champion. He was season one champion, so you know he's yep. he holds a special place in this draft league. But uh, he came second last last year, and looks like he's gonna come second last this year. So again, the curse of first season. Uh, he, he's in trouble here. But the next guy is Anthony again. Uh, you're versing him, I think, this week, and. He's going to be losing. He'll be out of the finals contention if he loses as well. Any last words for your rival this week? To be honest, I, I think he's done quite well this season considering he came last last season and he picked up Zach Lomax as his first pick. So I think third last isn't a bad spot for him right there. Look, you know, those, those bottom three, you know, it's tough, but it looks like there might be one more man joining him this week. Pat is also on 16 points. Um, he is, He's down on projections right now. Pat might be going home too. He's had a he's had a pretty rough uh, couple of trades there. We you know we've all kind of made a couple of trades, and unfortunately, 
for whatever reason, you know, they just haven't broken his way. Any last words for our good friend Patrick, who came second last year? He came second last year. He yeah, second. Um, he he he's done pretty well. Um, yeah, look, this year I, I think he was hard done after you know some of few trades, you know, courtesy of yours truly. I mean yourself, sorry. Um, and then you know he he did lose um, Kiri um, very early in the season as well. So uh, yeah, he's had a tough run of injuries, unfortunately. Yeah, that's it. Now we'll go into the finals contention. So the first guy here is our defending premier from last year, Chris. He's in eight. He's in uh, eighth place on twenty points, and he is currently down on projection. So if he loses, he then drops uh, two points out of the out of the finals here. What, what's your thoughts on Chris? You know, he's had a he's had a pretty rough run of it with injury, but you know, some of these guys, it's like an injury this week, he might pip him this week. Uh, look, um. I'm torn between whether I want to see him in the final just so I can beat him <laughs> or whether whether I just want him out of the final just because he's won on last year. Um, I want, so, yeah, I want him there. there. I want him there because he, I am his bogey side. I think we've versed each other nine times since the coach. I've beaten him eight times. So I'm, I'm very happy to have him in a first-round matchup in the finals. I'll, I'll happily take him. But, you know, again, if it... It may be the the curse of the champion. If you if you win a premiership, you do not make the final. So Chris is hopefully going to debunk that. The next two guys are two London mates, Chris and Ed, both on twenty points. Um, probably both fighting for that last final spot from the looks of it. Um, any any words there on our two English counterparts? No, look, I think if I wanted one to make them, I probably don't want. Um, our high, my high school mate because he's the turbo owner. He is the turbo um, owner. So yeah, it'd be if amazing. I see him in the finals, then I'm pretty happy. It'd be amazing if the turbo owner doesn't make the finals. That would be pretty, with the way he's been lining it up this year. Uh, it'd be pretty, pretty amazing. Then you got me on, you got me on uh, in fifth place on 22. But I've got the the big projection this week, so I'll go up to 24. So I'm going to be right around that. Um, that top five. Are you, are you fearing me yet? No, I've got I've got a pretty stacked Melbourne team. I've got the the pedigree in my team. Are you worried that you're going to catch me? <laughs> no, mate. I'm going to eat you up <laughs> every day once your Melbourne players get arrested. The next couple all on twenty four. It's Andrew. It's Ryan. It's Stephen. Um, you know who who do you see the biggest threat there out of those three guys? You know you got the Ted, you got a Teddy owner in Ryan. You got the Day for Feeder owner in Andrew, and then you've now got the Cleary owner in Stephen. Yeah, look, um, not too fearful of the David Defida owner. I'm not sure if that's just me being a bit ignorant, but I don't think he's too trustworthy with his scores. I am worried about, you know, the Teddy owner and the Cleary owner, of course, mm. uh, because, you know, on their day, um, yeah, I could be at the end of a 200 dicking. Yeah, no, it's, it's definitely there. And then obviously yourself on 26 points looks like, you're going to wrap up the minor premiership here, um, barring something pretty substantial. You, you're feeling good. You made a big trade, your first place. You, you, you can't be complaining here. No, I can't be complaining. Yeah, um, At the moment, um, I'm just looking towards... I'm fairly confident I can you know, get through, sneak through in the semifinals. So I'm just looking towards the grand final, round 25 right now. Yeah. Bring it on. That's it. Well, look... That's the that's the band stunt. Let's get into a little bit of super coach. I just want to pick a player from each team who I think each player's uh, captain will be for the remainder of the season. And I want to just quickly really run through that person's draw just so we can kind of see, you know, 
the person's captain material for the for the next four five weeks if, if we're worried here. So let's go last place. Let's go Jace. Uh, it looks like it's going to be Gutho. It's been Gutho all year. He'll roll with Gutho. Unfortunately for Jason, the, the Parramatta Eels have the, the toughest run home in the in the comp. So they just placed the Roosters this week. you got Souths, Manly, the Cowboys, Melbourne, and the Panthers. He's already ruled out by, yeah, I think, Clint Gutherson, especially even for a classic league, if you're still holding on to a, a Gutho, it's definitely time to upgrade to a Teddy, to a Ponga, to a Turbo there because that, that's a brutal stretch for the Parramatta Eels. Yeah, the time to get rid of though was about two, three weeks ago when um, the Eels were flying high. Uh, we all know, you know, they haven't done too well of late. You know, they lost to Raiders and they lost this week as well. Um, yeah, I don't think see Gutho's scores improving, unfortunately. Yeah. The next guy is David. Jerome Hughes from the Melbourne Storm is his captain. Been a great underrated player all season. The Melbourne Storm run home. They've got the Panthers uh, tonight. Then you've got Manly. You've got the Canberra Raiders. Gold Coast Titans, Parramatta Eels, Cronulla Sharks. It's, you know, there's a couple of tough ones there in there. Panthers, Manly, potentially Para. But then it does open up a little bit with the Canberra Raiders, Titans and Sharks. It's, it's a good run, but obviously with Melbourne and the rest factor, that's probably going to come in at some stage. Yeah, 100%. Um, I don't think I have any Melbourne players except Dean and Maya at the moment. Mm. Uh, and that, that's exactly it. You know, in your rounds where you want your players playing, round 24, 25, you know, I'm worried for you, mate. You know, you, you got to get rid of your monster and your pattern because that 100% they're going to miss at least one of those games. You don't worry about me, mate. We're going to be fighting for the minor premiership. <laughs> We're going to be flying high, 100 averages. Don't worry about me, mate. Let's go to Anthony next. So Anthony is someone who hasn't really had a captain option all year. He's been kind of plugging it around here and there. Uh, you know, he's had uh, Dufty. He's got Schuster. He's got Rapana. Uh, Hargreave. So he's got a couple, but I'll, I'll give him Schuster because I think Schuster is his best option moving forward. So the manly draw for the rest of the year is pretty juicy. Got the Sharks on Sunday, Melbourne, Para, Canberra, Bulldogs, Cowboys. It's a very nice finals run home stretch there with the Canberra Raiders, the Bulldogs, and the Cowboys. I think Schuster is a good option, especially in classic. If you've got, you know, a Sean Johnson who's just gone out with injury, Schuster's a nice pickup there. Yeah, 100%. I think, you know, Manly, especially looking into the grand final, um, they got a really lovely draw there the last uh, three rounds. Uh, yeah, that would be my pick. He'll have the base in the second row. He also has the upside, given that, you know, he's he's uh, he, he's got silky hands. So um, I can see that he's actually Captain Rapana this week. So I can see that he's gone the Hail Mary to, you know, trying to get over me. Mm. But, uh, yeah, it'll be an interesting one. I will. The next guy is Pat. He stuck it with Latrell nearly all season. It's been a good pickup for him. You know, it was, he went pretty high in the draft and it was a couple of eyebrows raised, but Latrell's definitely proven this year when he's been on the field. He is one of the top five fullbacks. So the Rabbits draw for the rest of the year. You got the Dragons, then you got Para, you got the Gold Coast Titans, you got the Panthers, the Roosters, and the Dragons again. So again, a couple of hard games, especially around 20, 23, 24. Uh, but then you got a couple of Dragons games and a Titans game. That's pretty juicy. Yeah, it's a bit of a mixed bag, but, you know, if you can make it to the grand final, um, I'd bank on one of my rabbit nose players against the Dragons there, 100%. 100%. Now, uh, Chris, our champion from last year, he's in a bit of an interesting one. He's got Harry Grant still on his team. He's got DCE. So, again, I, I think he's going to have to stick it on DCE for the rest of the year. We've spoken about the, the manly draw there. It's pretty enticing with, you know, Canberra, Bulldogs, Cowboys at the end of it. Um, 
in Classic, uh, obviously, I believe, who are your halfbacks right now in Classic? Do you still have uh, Jerome and uh, Sean Johnson? Yeah, I've got... Yeah, so I flicked Sean Johnson for... Actually, I think I brought in DCE this week. You brought in DCE, it's nice. Okay. Yeah, because yeah, look, he had a very low break even this week. It was only of ones. He was going to rise heaps of cash. I did not pull the trigger. Uh, I've still got Sean Johnson sitting in my halves. I think I'm just going to go a cheaper route there. Uh, but yeah, DCE, I think for the run home is a pretty good shout. So I think, think you're onto that one there. Let's go on to the next guy here. So let's go on to Chris Roach uh, from, from London, of course. Uh, he has got Tommy Turbo, um, but depending if Turbo does get rested, um, you know, we've gone through that that um, manly draw. Let's go Angus Crichton, his first pick from the Roosters. So the Roosters have, it's a, again, it's another mixed draw. They got the Parramatta, they had the Parramatta Eels this week. Then you got the Panthers, the Broncos, the Dragons, the Rabbits, and the Raiders. So obviously the Panthers and the Rabbits are the hard games here, but then you do finish basically with Broncos, Dragons, Raiders in the run home. What's your thoughts on the on the Roosters run home? Um, yeah, look, I think you know, especially given the way they've been playing recently, I I I would back them to score points. And look, um, I'm envious. He's got you know Angus Crichton, solid base attacking upside with the Roosters, and he has Turbo. But aside from that, I think his team looks <laughs> pretty trash. Well, it's it's funny, right? Because again, he he was the guy who threw away a lot of pieces to get. Uh, Tommy Turbo and Tommy Turbo is at that you know that elite elite level but it does show you these couple of years where we've done these trades where it's like you know big these three four leagues too yeah these big three for ones it does really play to have you know um, a well-rounded team versus just the one superstar so it went either way let's go to Ed the guy who traded uh, Turbo away and he's currently sitting in sixth place he's captain for the rest of the season he has got uh, Cody Walker but I just want to, again, we've spoken about the Rapids draw. I want to throw another name out here that I'm really considering for my classic for the run home. And I actually haven't even looked at the draw, so I'm going to do this live with you right now. It's Ben Hunt. So Ben Hunt from the Dragons. Um, and as soon as I say it, no thank you. This is a fucking terrible draw. So they've got the Rabbits, the Raiders, the Panthers, the Roosters, the Cowboys, and the Rabbits again. No thank you. So Ben Hunt is, you know, that was a nice little pub dream there, but... I think if you have any Dragons players, <laughs> flick them now. <laughs> All right. Red line through that. Red, red, red line through that. Next would be me. Uh, so, you know, I, I'm, I'm stacked with my my Storm boys. I have got a rooster in Sam Walker. I've got a rabbit in Damien Cook. So we've gone through it. But again, for, for the Melbourne Storm, the run home for them. Uh, the Panthers this week, then you've got Manly, the Raiders, the Titans, the Parramatta Eels, and the Sharks. It's not too bad. As a, as a as a guy who owns a lot of Melbourne Storm players in Classic and Draft, I'm actually very happy with the run. Again, it's going to just turn into um, who's on the field. And I'm pretty happy that they've been doing the resting really early. You know, Munster's had a couple of weeks off already. Uh, Pappenhausen, obviously, they're, they're easing him right back in. So I'm feeling pretty comfortable. The only guy I think that will get a rest is Jerome Hughes. I think he's very due for rest soon. And I've got him in classic set. That worries me a little bit. Yeah, yeah. So as long as you have another halfback, I think you should be all right there. Um, yeah, look, the Storm don't have the worst run. Um, but again, we just know how much uh, Bermi loves to rest his players leading up to those uh, finals. Yeah, 100%. The next guy is Steven. So obviously... 
I don't think you go anywhere. He's got two. He's got uh, Ponga, so he drafted number one, and now he's got Cleary. So let, let's go through both options. So Ponga is a guy that you and me both brought in our classic. It was our gun play for the, to get us into the top K and the top 5K. That was our, our, our season probably resting on because uh, there was a stage there where I could have brought back in Teddy. Um, you know, Pappy's lurking, you know, he's going to drop a lot of cash for those last couple of rounds. So I'm eyeing that off too. But I still believe in, you know, if Mitch Pierce is back next week and Ponga is fit, I believe in this run. They got the Raiders, Broncos, Sharks, Bulldogs, Titans, Broncos. It doesn't get better than that. The Broncos are leaking 101 to fullbacks. They've got them twice. The Bulldogs, you know, they're averaging um, over over 70. The Tides are averaging over 70. You know, this is lined up here. If you're the Kalen Ponga owner in a league, this is lined up for you. It just needs to come off because if it doesn't, it's honestly, it will be, I'll be shocked with that run. And if Ponga doesn't average 100 for the rest of the way here, I'd be stunned. Yeah, look, it's the Knights... They need to make their run home now. You know, they they should be finals bound given their dream run home. Um, they don't really play anyone inside the top 10. And yeah, Kaut Ponga, um, I've got him over Turbo. So I'm running a Turbo-less fullback, which, you know, I'm going to, I know I'm going to regret, but I'm running Teddy and Ponga in my classic team. Yeah, yeah. All right, then we go on to uh, Andrew. No, sorry, we're on Ryan next. So Ryan is the uh, the Teddy owner in our league. Um, so it's going to be clear he's going to roll with him. We've spoken about that draw. Again, if let's say Ponga pulls the hamstrings out for the rest of the season, do we go straight to from Ponga to Teddy in a heartbeat? Yeah, I think, um, you know, you can't really look past Teddy um, just given that his, you know, wrist side, which, you know, it, they're still... You know, despite having you know fifty players out, they're, they're still putting a fight. They're still putting massive scores on. They did it to the Knights last week. They put it to the Eels, which are top fourth side this week. Um, yeah, I wouldn't look past Teddy. Yeah, so obviously the thing about Teddy this year, you know, everyone thinks up to round nine, so up to that first, kind of first Origin period. You know, he started the season gangbusters, one sixty two, one eleven. Then it starts to dip. He goes 74, 74, 57, 40 against Melbourne. He gets knocked out in the Anzac Day Clash, only gets a 17, and then gets a 54 against Para. And alarm bells are ringing. People are trading him out. You know, draft leagues are, you know, should have been swooping from round 10. This is the run here. 131, 97, 105, 54 against the Panthers, 45 against Melbourne, 146 against Newcastle. He's still a proven gun. And there is enough games in that back end here. You know, Broncos, Dragons, Raiders. There is still some good games here. He can definitely turn up and win you a league, win you, you know, an extra thousand places in classic. So I think he's a good option for the rest of the year. Yeah, mate. He he does he turns up in his dreams. He can do it, yeah, on any given week if he wants to. Yeah. And two two more guys here. So Dave Fafida is Andrew's captaincy. The Titans, we haven't really spoken about them, but um they've got a pretty big straw, I think. I think I I would actually say this is a good draw. So you got the Bulldogs this week, you got the Cowboys next week, you got two hard games against the Rabbits and the Storm, then you finish up with Newcastle and the Warriors. And we don't know what Newcastle and the Warriors will be like in round 24, 25, whether they're in the finals, fighting for the finals, totally out of it, looking for next year. David Feeder, from obviously in the draft league, that guy's keeping him, but from Classic, um, if you don't have him in now, 
before he rises, I think this is you've got to grab him because he's going to be a good vice captaincy captaincy option for the run home. Yeah, mate, I just brought him home, uh, brought him in this week. So, yeah, Fafida, I think he has, yeah, like you said, quite a decent draw. Um, not super reliable. I feel like, you know, he, uh, in terms of, you know, his attacking output, he, I don't think he, he has a massive work rate for a second row. I think, you know, he, he heavily relies on his attacking stats. But, you know, when he gets the dogs, when he gets the... Um, yeah, with the Warriors, I'm sure you can turn up easily. Yeah, 100%. And the last guy, it will go to you. Look, it's Adam Dewey. It's a, it's the second best run home. It, it, no matter how you shape it, it's the second best run. So obviously just nearly turned up against the Warriors. He's got the Bulldogs, the Cowboys, the Sharks. He's got the Panthers in 24. Who knows what the Panthers will be like in round 24 of their resting and the Bulldogs to finish it. I know we said don't trust the Tiger. We just lost, they just lost to a second string warrior side last night. But if that draw doesn't open it up for an Adam Dewey, a David Norfolk Luma, you know, I, I don't know what's going to go here. Yeah, look, like I said, I'm looking towards the grand final. I can, I've got that, you know, dogs and um, tigers game marked in my calendar right now. I think that's the game that's going to uh, make it or break it for me. In 24, I know. He's got the Panthers, so I've got Payne Haas up my sleeve. You know, I'll take that 75 um, any other week. 100%. And one more guy I want to talk about before we, before we leave today, Dob. So it, it's Cleary, the King Cleary. So obviously, looks like he's going to be back for next week, uh, which is the game against the Roosters. He's going to be at a mill. So let's just talk strictly classic. He's going to be at a mill. He's got a huge break even of about 200 and, 200 and 212 is his break even, so he's going to drop a shitload of cash. Let's say he gets through that Roosters game unscathed and he drops another 100K. Let's say he's around the 850 mark, 880 mark. He's got to run home here of the Dragons, the Rabbits, the Tigers, and Para. 800K, would you bring in Nathan Cleary? Uncertain, like you said, they might rest him at halftime. They might give him that round 25 off. Is Nathan Cleary at 800K still a great option because it's so much cheaper than what he is at his peak? Or do we just write that, uh, say, look, you know, go for a DCE, go for, you know, the next guy that's going to be 400K cheaper. If I can get you, you know, he'll be playing every week and get you a solid 50, 60. First clear, he'll get you a 130, 140. I think it's a bit of a luxury trade. Look, if you got, if you still got an injured halfback and you're thinking about you know, making a trade, then look, Cleary can be a potential option. It's just that, you know, if you've already got two decent halfbacks, I've got Jerome Hughes and DCE. I'm not going to be looking at burning trades at this point in the season. He's, you know, 850K and there's just a bit of uncertainty with Cleary. Um, and yeah, I, I just I just can't take that risk. Yeah, so I've got Hughes and Johnson in my half right now. I've got Johnson's ease out for the season, 445K. I've got 318 in my bank. So look, with one huge um, price break and then one more trade to go along with it, I've got five trades left. So look, I could bring him in. Um, I'm just looking, you know, his ownership's going to be pretty low. Um, you know, we've, he's shown that he can do it. You know, there's a, there's a Tigers game in there that I really like. You know, I don't think many, many people that have him that week. And if you go Captain Cleary against Tigers, that could be very enticing to me. Um yeah, oh, look, I just wanted to throw it out because to me, the two most polarizing guys for the rest of the season 
is that is Nathan Cleary and Kalen Ponga. I think if Ponga hits and some of the guys like us who jumped on, um, you know, he's only in 4% of teams, Kalen Ponga. So some people have been, you know, really scared off because he is not even in 5% of all teams. And that's obviously, you know, he's got a huge break even this week. He's only 583K. He's dropping it up a 60K this week. So he's going to be, you know, right around that 500K mark. I think it's a good play. You know, we jumped on early. We've taken a couple of bad scores, but that run home, man, if it if it doesn't come off, no matter how much you love Supercoach and you love the NRL, that one just won't make any sense to me because, you know, it's it's a proven gun. Yes, he's lost the goal kicking, but that run against Broncos, against Bulldogs, it's too juicy. Yeah, the Broncos twice. But the thing is, you know... <laughs> The Broncos, they look like they're having some fight towards the end of the season. So that's just something to keep in mind. 100%. Well, look, we'll leave it there, Dob. Again, we've only got five five rounds left until end of the grand final. Our draft comp's heating up. I'm sure a lot of others are. Uh, where round 22 is our final regular season. So round 23, start of the finals. A lot of team people do it a little bit earlier. So you might be in finals already. So good luck to everyone. We'll be back with Nom for the uh, Supercoach season review i guess uh we'll be coming back we'll have some of the guys and we'll have to kind of have a rotating cast you know to talk through the the stories of the season but non you know this has been this has been fun this season every five rounds kind of checking in and doing a different format every week so thanks for coming on mate all right no doubt um i'll be definitely seeing you in the finals (laughs) thanks for everyone listening have a great day hear from you soon cheers